Welcome to the F the Fear podcast. My name is Tamara Lenny and I am a self-mastery and purpose coach. I am here to bring you the raw, unfiltered conversation of what it takes to face the fear and go after what it is that is written on your heart. We are here for a purpose, but many of us aren't living that purpose because of the limiting beliefs we hold as our truth. I am here to show you that you are not alone in your fears and with the tools of awareness, consistency and resilience, we can fulfill our calling. So are you ready to F the fear? Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast, beautiful people. So today's episode is titled How I Manifested My Wedding Dress and How This Same Formula Can Be Applied to Life. Now, when you think of manifestation and all the principles that we're told of what's involved to be able to manifest something, it kind of goes along this formula of like, tune into what it is that you want, see it as if it's already happened, feel it in your body as if you're experiencing that exact thing happening in the present moment, and then let go, surrender to the process, trust the process. It gets to be easy. And The amount of times I've heard this formula, and if I'm completely honest, I've kind of rolled my eyes at it like so many times thinking it cannot be this easy. Like it's just, that's not true. Like, you know, you think about life, it's just, it doesn't go, it can't be easy. And I just really had so much resistance to this for so long. And when I really think about where that resistance has come from, it's kind of not that hard to work out where that has come from. Because if you think about life, We are literally raised and taught with the principle and the understanding that in order to get anything that you want in life, you must go out there and you must work hard and achieve it. There is like a certain amount of effort you have to put in in order to to get what you want, in order to, for example, be paid a certain amount of money so that you can then maybe buy your dream house or something. So it's very much like you must do something first and that something can look like a lot of hard work, a lot of self-sacrifice so that you can then get that thing that you want. And it kind of all follows this premise that, you know, we can only really achieve what we logically believe we can achieve, right? So a lot of the time we have these dreams, but they remain as dreams because logically we don't actually believe that they can happen. So they kind of get segmented and compartmentalized and just tucked away into the dream realm. Um, but it, in a way, if we're truth and honest with, if we're truthful and honest with ourselves, it does kind of feel like that that desire that I want is always going to stay as a dream because that is not that is not available to me. And in a way, you can kind of see this thing that I think collectively a lot of us hold in life that self sacrifice equals success. You have to work really hard. You have to do things you don't want to do. You have to white knuckle it and you know, put in a lot of your own action in order to get the desired result that you want in order to get the the success that you want. And in a way, what you can kind of feel into this as I'm saying this is kind of like this belief that pain must come before happiness. Like you can't just get what you want. You can't just sit there in meditation and tune into the frequency of something and then it just magically gets magnetized to you. Like it just goes against the the reality of what so many of us live. And I have had my own instances of manifestation happen in the past. Um, I have shared a little bit on my Instagram how the house that my partner and I have really was 
what we we dreamed of um but from a logical standpoint so before we got this house we really dreamed of having somewhere that was surrounded by birds and trees and had land and it was a doer opera house an old queenslander um and it was in a certain price range and we actually ended up getting that through a series of divine events which was amazing but i don't want to tell that story today but i guess i do want to raise that in saying so i have had my fair share of experiencing this manifestation principle before but yet there was still a still a lot of I guess resistance and kind of that thing of like is it still really true like is it actually true that this is real or was that just by coincidence and like luck in a way so in April 2024 my partner and I are getting married and it's crazy because next year will be 10 years that we have been together. So we met on the 10th of the 10th and now we're getting married on our, in our 10th year of being together. So it's been a massive journey, um, but it will still be so special and a beautiful celebration um, to really acknowledge, I guess, everything we've been through. And I'm sure as I continue with this podcast and share more about my story and myself, um, I might share a little bit more about, you know, our past and that, but we'll see how we go. But I will say that it has been 10 years of like so many things happening. Um, so I guess because of that, because of that past, um, I have felt a lot of resistance to our wedding day. Um, and this has a lot to do with like family dynamics and things like that. There has just been a few challenges. And so it's really um, kind of like, I, I just, if I'm honest, would say that I haven't had the same excitement for this wedding the same anticipation where it's like straight away you want to start planning and you start dreaming about how these things are going to look and all of that I'm I'm to be honest like so far from that I've really been I've had my bridal party literally like pulling me through trying to get me into action and do things and yeah it's just it has it's it has been a little bit of a challenge however I can say that you know, in this process, there has actually been a lot of healing happening with my family as well. One of the big things I will note is that my mom and I have really started to to rekindle our relationship, which is so beautiful because that has been something that, you know, we have had that challenge between us for so long. So it's been so beautiful that in a way this, this wedding has brought that together. But I, I can still say that just because of the family dynamics, there's been that resistance. The other resistance has also been the fact that I am not someone that likes to follow tradition. I know growing up when I was little, um, my dad always used to tell me that, you know, instead of sitting in the pram and getting pushed, I would always jump out of the pram and be like, Mara, do it, Mara, do it. Like I'm pushing myself. I don't want anyone to push me. I need to push myself. And I kind of have that same mentality now in my adult life where, you know, I, I don't want to just be pushed and followed through a certain, um, expectation of what a wedding must look like or what you need to do like I very much would like it to be my own way and not follow tradition and with that comes my wedding dress so I was pretty adamant that like I do not want a traditional wedding dress whatsoever and this is partly because I just didn't I don't see the um, reason necessarily in paying thousands and thousands of dollars for a dress that realistically you can only wear once and I know so many people go oh but you know you can alter it afterwards and still wear it but I can honestly say I've never seen anyone wear their wedding address wedding dress again and it's not that there's this resistance around money and spending that, but I really just didn't, 
I just didn't want to do the, like I said, that thing you're told that you have to do and you have to look a certain certain way. So anyway, I had planned to go down with my bridal party and my mom to Byron Bay because I figured that, you know, Byron is is super casual and really like, you know, hip and happening um, and they have plenty of stores there. So surely I'm going to be able to like walk into one of these stores. And I had this vision, like I could, I could see it in my mind that I was just going to walk in someplace find a dress that was white, but wasn't a traditional wedding dress, pick it up off the shelf. It was going to be a price that in my mind, I thought like $600 max is what I want to pay. Like that's the maximum I want to pay and that it will be perfect. It like, you know, it's not going to be that traditional dress, but it's going to be something that is definitely me and like that boho and just really, really beautiful. But I have to say there was some like, there was some doubt of like, is this actually, is this going to be like a clusterfuck? Like, is this actually going to work out? Or am I going to end up with some sort of dress that you can just tell is not a wedding dress and is very casual white dress. So anyway, that was my vision. And I really felt it within myself. Like this is, this is what it is. It's what it's going to be. And so we'd planned to all set out and go to Byron and find this dress on a particular set date. But unfortunately, we had to reschedule it because my mom couldn't make it. And if any of you know me personally, I can sometimes at the best of times um, forget to let people know things because I put it up in my head. And like I said, there has just been this undercurrent resistance to this wedding that it's kind of that thing you tell yourself, I'll do that later. I'll do that later. I'll let that person know. And then you don't, like by not actioning it, you you don't do it. So in turn, you end up letting yourself and that other person down. And this is, like I said, me just being honest. I did. I, I let my, it was my cousin um, down because she actually messaged me the day before we were scheduled to go to Byron being like, hey, just checking, are we still going to Byron? And I honestly felt so shit in this moment because this is a pattern of mine that I've started to notice that if there's something in life that, um, I'm resistant to, I, instead of like facing it head on and actioning it can, can like put it on the back burner, but then because I'm scared of like facing it front on and just dealing with it then. So it's like, you put it in your mind, you put it in the back of your mind to be dealt with later, but then you end up letting yourself down because you don't do it later. And so that thing you were fearing ends up happening but even worse. So that was a lesson for me. So anyway, to, you know, to rectify this, because I still had the day free, um, I invited my cousin over and I said, look, let's go up to Toowoomba because that's where I was thinking of going instead. Anyway, it's not as far as Byron Bay. So we'll go up there and we'll just go and have lunch. And, you know, maybe we can go and have a look at some of the stores. And if I need to book any of the appointments in to actually see these dresses, we can do it then so that when we go again next month, it's all sorted. So anyway, we head up to Toowoomba and we had lunch first, which was beautiful. And then afterwards we looked on Google maps and it's really cool because in Toowoomba, there's basically about, oh, I think it was like five or six different dress, wedding dress stores all within the city, city center. And you can literally walk between all of them. Like they're, they're only like you know, hundreds of meters apart from each other. So we parked up and we went to this one wedding store and 
there was three dresses I tried on. So the first one I tried on was again, following the theme of Mara do it, Mara do it. I want it to be different. I put on this purple um, bridesmaid dress and it was kind of the look that I thought I wanted. But when I had it on, I just, I knew that this was not going to be it. And then there was two other wedding dresses that I put on, which were much more of your traditional white wedding dress. And they were beautiful. They did show me that, okay, I do want to go with the white color because you know, it, there is something sacred and special about that wedding day and wearing that color. It just, it, it felt really beautiful. So I tried on these dresses and when I looked at the price tag as well. It was like two to, this one was like $2,000. And it, again, it just wasn't what I had envisioned. This was like going against what I really thought within myself was what I wanted. And to add on top of this as well, when we actually arrived at the wedding dress store, the lady that worked there came up to us and was like, who's getting married? And I'm like, me? And she's like, oh, wonderful. And when are you getting married? And when I said April next year, I could literally see the blood draining from her face because she was like, you literally need to like order a dress within the next month because like by November, because that dress, like any dress you get won't arrive until March. And then you need to allow time for alterations. So you're really going to be cutting it thin. And then, so she's like, you're going to have to get express delivery as well, which means more money. And then the alterations, more money again. So at the end of the day, you're kind of looking at maybe like a $4,000 dress. And like I said, this, this was just not what I wanted. So Anyway, we moved on to another wedding dress store and when we got to it, it was actually closed. So I was like, bugger, that's all right. We'll walk around to another one because like I said, they were all within walking distance. And then anyway, as my cousin and I are walking to this wedding dress store, we start walking past this metaphysical store. That It's kind of like a tree of life store is how I can best describe it. And at the front of the store, they had this little old rack there that basically had some dresses on it. And there was this little white dress. It was just like a play suit kind of dress. And jokingly, I picked up the dress and I said to my cousin, there it is. That's my dress. Like just being stupid because of And so we're laughing. And then this is like what you see in movies, like even trying to describe this feels surreal, like it it feels made up. But after we've seen this little play suit, we both look up and literally in this shop on the whole back wall is this massive row of the most beautiful boho white long dresses I have ever seen. And I was like, oh my God, Maggie. And we both like run in and we both get drawn to the exact same dress. And I say to the lady, like, can, can I, can I please try this dress on? This is amazing. And she gets it down and she says, this dress, um, it's actually handmade by a lady in, I think it was Thailand. Um, and there's only two, there's only two of them available. And she's like, there was a girl that was in literally like just before you who tried on this exact dress because she's getting married and wants it, but she's just gone to have ice cream to think about it first. But luckily, like I said, there was two dresses. So I run into the change room and I put it on and it literally fits like a glove. And I come out and I've just got the biggest smile on my face. And I just said to my cousin, like, Maggie, I'm just like, this is it. Like, this this is the dress. Like, this is it. It's it, like, it doesn't, I can't even describe it to you guys. Like, it, the length of it is perfect. The way it sits, it's got this beautiful... I can't actually, I don't want to describe too much in case my partner listens to this episode before um, our wedding, but it's just, 
it was it is it was stunning it was everything that I wanted and it was this beautiful white color and super boho and handmade and my cousin actually pointed out like so many of the things in my wedding that I've been doing I have been wanting to support small business and, you know, support handmade as much as possible. So it was just like everything coming together, like in a way, like these worlds kind of colliding. And I just was beside myself. And the lady behind the counter said, like, I really believe that, like, it's that thing of, you know, the dress chooses you and it, it's just you find each other at the right the right time. And then to add to that, the icing on top was when I looked at the, the barcode, the barcodes, so well not the barcode, the price was, wait for it, $170, which I honestly could not believe because I think my bride's So as the bride, you like naturally expect to pay more for the wedding dress. Um, so it was just this complete like, jaw dropping moment of like, is, is this actually real? And I just, I couldn't believe it. And the thing as well, I wanted to point out is in human design, I've shared this before. I'm a generator and I have a sacral authority and your authority is how you're meant to make decisions. And when you have a sacral authority, what that means is that it's kind of a gut response that you get to things like kind of almost instantaneously, you get like this hell yes, or this hell no. And I can honestly say that when I was looking at those dresses earlier, they were nice, but it was kind of like, take it or leave it. Like I wasn't blown away by any of them. And just even the whole process of like putting them on and everything, like something within me felt heavy, but the way this, this whole situation happened and unfolded. And when we both saw that dress at the same time and both had this reaction and I can say my sacral authority, it was like a full body, like F yes, like fuck yes, this is it. It, it blew me away. And in that moment, I really realized I really came to like I was almost in tears saying to my cousin like I actually feel like I manifested this dress and it really blew me away because it proved to me that like wow like when you do decide something when you do declare what you want and then I was I was I can say that I was so detached to the outcome in a way because I like I said have had and held so much resistance around our wedding um I was kind of like, I wasn't trying to expect anything or force it because trying to get anything to happen has already like been such a struggle. So I was really like detached to the outcome of this, but I just knew that that's what I wanted. And so the fact that this didn't require me to like pay thousands of dollars and then wait for it to get made and then sent back to me and then for me to then do alterations on top of that really showed me that like, this is manifestation. This is the process of desiring what you want, feeling it and seeing it. Honestly, what I was doing, like I just kind of, I felt so, like I said, detached to, to the, the, the time frame of when it all needed to happen because in myself, I kind of just knew that, that that's what would happen. And even though everyone around me is kind of like, are you sure you want to like, you're, you're gonna, you're waiting this long. Like this could be a bit problematic. It's, when I just, when I honestly reflect on this now, I can honestly say it felt like this inner knowing. And I know that in the manifestation process, they do describe it. And I guess the biggest point is that everything you do here, like I said, at the start of this podcast, like when people say it gets to be easy and it is about aligning yourself with what you, you want, 
I realize now that they're not like, there's no lie in those things. And in a way it sounds too simple to be true because that whole process went against what we've been sold and told has to happen in life in order to get what you want. When I really look at this whole process, it was easy. It was seamless. And the biggest thing, it was unexpected. I was not expecting to walk away with a wedding dress yesterday. And I also wasn't expecting that it was actually going to be the way that, that I thought, that I saw in my mind that it was going to be, which just really proved to me that like the hard work is not, is not the, um, hard work is not the prerequisite to getting what you want. And that doesn't mean that you don't take action. Like I clearly still had to get in the car and drive up to to Toowoomba with my cousin. And I still had to seek out those stores. But the way that it just so happened that we were on the right side of the street where the store was and we were walking past and I was already drawn to it because of all the spiritual things they had in there, that it all just happened. And it ended up being the most beautiful process. And I can honestly say that now finding this dress and putting it on and it just being everything that I really thought I wanted plus more has given me, has really now ignited this fire in my belly about this wedding and what it can be because I realized that we can have what we want when we believe it to be so and when we are detached to how it's meant to look and how it's meant to come by, but meet it halfway and still do the action and the work to to allow those. But the work doesn't need to equate to hard work. And I think that's sometimes where we get lost as we think that it is. It's You've got to work really hard. You've got to self-sacrifice. You've got to white knuckle it in order to get what you want. But that really is the old paradigm. And it's not about removing work from the equation at all because this is still a human experience. It's still a 3D reality. We still need to, if we need to go to the bathroom, we still need to walk to the bathroom. We can't just sit and envisage for that toilet to appear. I feel like that's like a terrible you know, analogy. (laughs) Um, But, you know, we've still got to do something, but it doesn't necessarily mean that we've got to kill ourselves in the process or compromise on our desires and our wants because of the idea of what it's meant to look like and the understanding and the story and the expectations we've been sold of how it's meant to be. And I really like now having this experience, it's opened my eyes and my heart to Imagine if I if I started, imagine if we started living our days like this, where we have our dreams and we allow them to anchor into our heart and we feel it as if, as if it's so, but then really detach from having to like, you know, work so hard and stress ourselves out in the process and compare and, you know, get down because things aren't happening quick enough. Like imagine if we really could just, be so present in the moment with whatever is whilst anchoring into that desire, whilst taking a step every single day that's for the for the fulfillment of our dreams. We're still meeting the universe halfway, but we truly let go as to how it's going to happen. And I sound so cliche saying this, even as I'm saying it, I'm like, yeah, this is what all the books say. Like, this is nothing new. It was already right there, but there's a difference between knowing it and believing it. And I think it's when we have experiences like this and they're too good to be true. And it doesn't mean that there's a bad thing on the end. It's just that it, it was, it was, it was too good. I can't believe this happened the way it happened, that it really did show me that 
there is more at play here, but we do have to believe it to achieve it. Alrighty, beautiful people. Thank you for joining me in today's episode. If you are picking up what I am putting down, then please feel free to subscribe to my channel so that you can be notified when the next episode drops. And if you would love to support me further, I would be so grateful if you left me a review. Thank you so much for being here and I will talk to you all so soon.